Tink too. <laughs> Shout out to Dante, Tink too. <laughs> We're gonna Tink to it. How y'all doing? My name is Elisa. <laughs> and I'm Sierra. And we are your cool Christian chicks coming back with another conversation in the living room. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Welcome mm-hmm. to Navigate with Faith, y'all. Welcome. <laughs> We're trying not to be so hyped today. We just, how y'all doing? We just trying. Alisa said that she wanted to welcome y'all in yes. in a very calm Come way. On. We do be kind of crunk when we be jumping on this call. I know y'all be having to turn y'all earphones down. What's up, everybody? Right, just All be right. screaming at y'all. Right. I'm you sorry. know, some of y'all listen to this at like five in the morning, six in the morning. We just, we're your espresso. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome. What are we talking about today, Miss Sierra? We are going to try. Okay, we was just. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to try and talk amongst one another, uh, referencing grace or what it means to have grace, how to exude grace, how yes. to acknowledge grace. Yes. How to forgive, you yes. know, what forgiveness looks like. Are you able to forgive without being graceful? I said all of these things. Hopefully we will cover all of these. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we will cover. We will pray. Yes. <laughs> we will pray. And we will go wherever the Lord leads us. Awesome. Awesome. So I okay. yeah. all right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for another opportunity to share a conversation with our amazing friends from near and far. Lord, we want to ask that you please. Speak through us, Lord God, and show us how we can be graceful and how we can extend grace to people, Lord God. Lord, we want to ask that your heart speaks through, Lord God, and that Sierra and I take a back seat. Lord, we thank you for all the revelation that will come from this, and we thank you for all those who had the heart and the wisdom to even join us in this conversation. Thank you so much. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We so we have a number of things. Of course, we were thinking our mind is spinning. Like, okay, what does grace mean? Because I think it's not a super easy topic to grasp. I think Mm -hmm. it's very unnatural for us to have a grace for people. What does grace mean to you? I really feel like now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I kind of feel like it is a is a personality trait. Mm. I feel like it's you know, a part of one's character. It kind of stretches far beyond being kind mm-hmm. or the general just being nice. But it's almost like a like a level of understanding for someone. I'm thinking of like a grace period at work. You oh, know wow, what I mean? yeah. That's and it's like, okay, well, this don't count. You know, mm-hmm. we, we kind of expect for you to almost kind of be late and mm-hmm. we consider the situation, right? Mm-hmm. You know, especially if we work in Atlanta and the traffic and things like that. Or We was just talking and I'm kind of, I'm not going to say I'm struggling. But I have not always been a graceful person. And I think just having to recently be able to under, try and understand what grace is, try to apply to grace, mm-hmm. you know, um, it is a new walk in the park for me. Yeah. So I, I feel like uh, maybe it's like a deeper level of understanding one so that you know how to respond or to react to somebody. Yeah. What do you think? So, you know, when you mentioned grace period, that mm-hmm. that was a really good example because grace, I've, I've always heard it explained as grace is giving what someone does not deserve, like offering, mm-hmm. like it's an undeserved gift, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. meaning just like you said about a grace period at work mm-hmm. or in terms of being later on time, it is very reasonable to say you need to be here by this time, right? That's reasonable. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but the grace period is in consideration for if something should happen. It, it's making room for our faults. Mm-hmm. So I feel like grace is making room for the faults of others and allowing them to be human, allowing them to be imperfect, you know. Mm. So grace to me is the allowance or the understanding, not the expectation per se of Mm -hmm. imperfection, but Mm -hmm. I would say the preparation for the imperfection Mm -hmm. of others. Yeah. um, It's kind of like the area where in which we can relate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Empathy. There's an empathy in there. Yeah. For sure. You know, I was trying to think about biblically, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, we love to have somebody in the Bible to reference it to. I mean, I think there are a number of people who have done graceful things. Mm -hmm. Um, We were talking about Barnabas and him kind of being the first person to come to Paul. He was Saul at first, you know, but him having to even have a certain level of grace for Saul when he was before he was Paul, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of take him with him, take him under his wing and understand him, right? We don't know Barnabas' story. You Mm -hmm. know, we know that he is listed as a really good man. He's, you know, an encourager. But Obviously, you know, Barnabas had been in a situation or a number of situations that kind of allowed him to have this kind of grace mm-hmm. and understanding, you know, for Saul when he was then Saul. And of course, our mighty master Jesus, yes. you know. So so do you do you frequently like just be relinquishing grace? Do you just be like you get some grace, you get some grace. Like I guess I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out like how how does one apply grace? Like mm-hmm. what kind of situations, you know? So um, for me, I will say that I very much step my grace game up when <laughs> I am next to someone who is very ungraceful, like or very unforgiving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've been in recently in situations where if the person who is with me expresses like a um, harsh, oh, I'm, uh, nah, you you know what I mean? You shouldn't do that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I tend to, very cutthroat. When people mm-hmm. are very cutthroat around me, I kind of have this extra boost of grace because it just seems like that's just so extreme. Yeah. And so for me, I'm the person who always considers how somebody is thinking or what might make someone act like that or react like that, even if I don't agree with them. I think I've always kind of been that person. Mm. Um, I've not been a successful cutoff culture ambassador at all. Mm -hmm. So I guess I've always had a grace for people or understanding, even if it's something super unfavorable that they've done. I'm like, okay, so what would make a person get to that point to even do that? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying I agree with them, but I understand that there must be some level of understanding that I'm not getting. And Mm -hmm. I want to at least explore that before I say that was stupid um, mm-hmm. you're done, you dead to me, you cut off, right. da 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 da, da. Right. You know, because I understand that there is a mindset or an emotional state or maybe a breakdown somewhere that has caused someone to do something that would require them to need grace from me. So That changes things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, really having to step outside of yourself and consider this other person in its totality. Mm -hmm. Um, That was something that, you know, I had learned, you know, and I guess I'll just be honest in one of my therapy sessions. Mm -hmm. You know, before we are able to jump to a conclusion and just kind of be angry or hold a grudge towards someone, really kind of consider 
how this person maybe grew up or what yes. kind of environment this yes. person is in or what would make them do things. And I was talking to you on the way here and I was like, I guess I'm just a little irritated with this traffic because that's not something that I would do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so like, wow, like the the first thing you kind of think to do is kind of just get a little irritated or you get a little mm-hmm. angry instead of considering maybe this person, baby mama is in labor and you're trying to, they trying to hurry up and get to the, you know what I mean? Or <laughs> right. They don't eat and they ain't got no money. You know, you have right. to, you really, I think if you, um, I guess, stretch your mind so that you could think about things from another person's perspective. I was also Amen. reading a book and they were talking about how to be a successful thinker. And it's, you know, stretching it and thinking about something from somebody else's point of view. <laughs> I love how you be nodding. <laughs> so I'm so here for this. This is so good. <laughs> well, it's the truth, yes. you know. And and but I, and kind of sometimes in your feelings, though, you don't be thinking about how somebody else is thinking. But it takes me a minute to process things. And so um, because I process things really slow, I kind of get the time, mm. you know, to think about, okay, well, did this really make sense? Or why would this person do this? But I, I'm, I'm quick to... Well, in the past, <laughs> glory be to our most graceful God. Uh, I have, you know, I've been kind of been like, uh, well, I don't know, you know. Um, and, and honestly, I think recently I was doing it and and you kind of, you know, had to walk me through it. I have a spiritual father who also walked me through it. it was like, okay, you know, you a little too hard. You need to chill out, you mm-hmm. know. But, you know, I mean, ultimately we just want to do or want to be kind of like Jesus. And if, you know, and if that's something that Jesus would do, if Jesus would understand then surely, surely will I. Well, you said a really good point. You said you were thinking, well, I don't understand that because that's not something I would do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that that is our first inclination is to see the world through our eyes. But that's a very unfair way of navigating. You know, I, I think that that is the easiest way to go about life. And there's so many people who surprisingly have gotten so far only viewing the world through their lenses and that's what's right. What's right is what I think is right. What's wrong is what I think is wrong. And that's the end of it. Why would you do that? Why would you do it that way? Why would you pick that? Why would you wear that? You know, mm-hmm. and th- and that really is very unhealthy and it's honestly disrespectful to the variety of perspectives and thought processes around us. God didn't make us cookie cutter, gingerbread men and women mm-hmm. so that, you know, so that we can cover a multitude of um, areas on this earth. He didn't make us gingerbread on purpose. He Mm -hmm. did not make us cookie cutter on purpose. And so I think that there's a respect that we have to have Mm -hmm. for the next person. We have to respect the fact that, like you said, people grow up differently. Your experiences shape you. Mm -hmm. They they shape the way that you respond to things. There are some people who might have responded the way you would respond in a situation two years ago, but maybe that went left for them, so now their entire approach to things have changed. Mm -hmm. So while you don't understand why they didn't just, you know, do what you would have done. They have a reason why they're they're approaching things differently, Absolutely. you know? And so I think that overall we have to make sure that we are respecting, you know, those differences in other people. I'm learning that more and more. Mm-hmm. I very much um, was a person who, you know, would <laughs> I used to be someone who was like, okay, um, yeah, I understand we're all different, but I still think that my way is right, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, of course, I think we reserve the right to have our own opinions. I think, obviously, it's implied that if it comes out of my mouth, I believe it wholeheartedly, ten toes down. I wouldn't have said it if I didn't believe in it and believe it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it takes practice to allow, to to create an allowance 
for people to think different or be different, you Mm -hmm. know? I think it takes practice to have an expectation that somebody may not understand a concept the way you do Mm -hmm. or value certain things the way you do. And it's kind of this beautiful gracefulness that we aspire to walk in. Mm -hmm. And then there's also this amount of grace that we have to extend. Yeah, it is. So I think they're both interchangeable. I feel like we all can have moments where we extend grace, but then the practice of walking in that grace is called gracefulness or being graceful. Yeah. Uh, You know, I mean, and then if we think about it, I really feel like if I felt, or if there was a world where everybody thought like me, if somebody would respond to me the way sometimes I'd be thinking, it would be like, sis, uh-uh. Wow. You know, which is why we need friends so that we can yeah. be, you know, held accountable and to be corrected. And also, imagine, I mean, I think that all of us are not cookie cutter, kind mm-hmm. of to your point, so that we could be teachable because that's that's still a part of ministry. You know, so we all thought the same or we all did things the same. Where's the room for uh, one being teachable? Where's room for accountability? Where's room for responsibility? Where's room for correction? I mean, then all of the things that the, the Bible tells us to do to one another, you know, or for one another, it would be null and void because all of us would think the same. That's good. That's yeah. good. I also think about how detrimental it could be to a person's, like, confidence if, we misread a situation and have right. no grace and the person is walking purely in ignorance. Yes. Right? That's I think the thing. We, yeah, we're adults, so I feel like we forget, we expect everybody to know what we know mm-hmm. and be ha, be as self-aware as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there are moments and pockets and things that we miss. I was just talking about this the other day. There are things that some people genuinely missed when they were growing up or they still have experiences that need to be had. Absolutely. And there is a lot of people who've lived a long time, who are still ignorant to certain things. Absolutely. And sometimes we, our first instinct is to be annoyed or irritated or like, like you know, yeah. oh my gosh, I can't believe it. They blah, blah, blah. And the person could genuinely need to be taught in that moment. And if you're immediately going with your first mind or your mm-hmm. first response— you don't even have a chance to assess the situation if you, to figure out if somebody's intentionally right. acting a certain way, intentionally right. saying a certain thing, intentionally using a certain tone, or right. if they are genuinely completely oblivious to something. And that is not a good feeling when you go off on somebody and you realize, oh my gosh, they really didn't know. That brother really slow. Wow. Right. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it does you good to listen, yeah. though, because sometimes people be making sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I remember... The 180 moment I had referencing my mom when mm-hmm. I really had to sit and consider, oh, I remember calling you like, at least this is just my mama personality. And although it's my mom, it took me so long for me to understand, no, this is just her personality. This is what kind of person she is. And this is, you know what I mean? And this is how we, and we work so much better now that I've understood it and accepted it. Yes. And I, you know, I'm not always, I think my, I'm not going to say my first reaction, but you know, when situations arise, I think I know the right thing to do is to be graceful. And so I don't always respond. But like back at the house, I be blowed. Mm. You know, like I be really irritated. I get on the phone and I kind of be irritated about it. But I still treat that person with grace until eventually the Lord catches my heart and my mind up. Because that's right. the thing. Sometimes your heart and your mind ain't in the same place. But if you if you practice something, then it'll, you know, it'll, it'll uh, it's like a muscle, right? If you ain't exercising a long time, you be sore. But if you, you continue to exercise, you know, it kind of it gets there. So I do think that grace is a muscle that we have to work out. Even if you don't genuinely feel like it. Nobody know that except you and the Lord. But right. if you're trying, right, he'll turn your heart 
To turn your heart soft. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You know, I can't help but think of the people who are probably thinking, okay, so if I have grace, does that mean I have to give unlimited chances? Or um, mm-hmm. I have to be ever forgiving in terms of forgiving and forgetting? Or does that mean that when I have grace for somebody, I need to give them two and three and four and five times to do something wrong to me or whatever the case may be. So how does that look? How how can we have grace while also expressing wisdom, you know, when it comes to maybe the boundaries that we want to erect now that we are, um, we are aware <laughs> of yeah. the areas that these people need grace in? I now believe that grace is this level of understanding. Mm -hmm. And so if you have taken the time to understand somebody, their thought process and how they operate and things, in order for you to notice that something is a pattern, you have to give somebody more than one chance to do it. Wow. So I'm not saying, you know, at the time five... That's what that's that's the kind of person that they are. And you it's okay, you know, for you to be like, mm, I understand that this is right here where we're not gonna work because how many times I'm gonna keep correcting you? You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, let's we'll use a teacher, for example, and somebody's writing a paper and they bring you the rough draft and you tell them what to correct, and then they bring it in for the final paper, and it's the same corrections as the rough draft. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can give them another chance if you want to, but what they say, fool me one time. You know, so, and, and you know, I mean, don't continue to uh, hurt yourself in it by by way of giving somebody else some chances. Understand what kind of person that this person is. And if you accept it, then you can accept it. You can accept as many other chances you want to. You know, we forgive people up to 77 times 7, you know, mm-hmm. says the Bible. So you can forgive someone, but if it's going to continue to be detrimental to you, you know, I— I don't know. I I really feel like Grace is just having a level of understanding. I agree. You know what I mean? That's good. There are definitely people that I am no longer acquainted with that I don't have a desire to rekindle the relationship, but I have a level of understanding as to how they could have gotten to that place. Mm -hmm. And so it might be like a, hey, hate that you felt that this is how you had to handle it, but you know something, I also know a little bit about your background. I know a little bit about what you have or have not been taught or what Mm -hmm. you have or have not gone through. Mm -hmm. So I can see how you would act like that. You know, I feel for you. Mm -hmm. However, I'll have a grace in terms of not just slandering you or thinking, oh, you just terrible to be terrible. You know, I have a grace for how you could have gotten to the place where you made certain decisions. However, when it comes to our relationship, I think it's healthier for you to stay over there and I stay where I am. You know, even if the person did the removing, you know what I mean, of the friendship or the relationship or Mm -hmm. whatever, it's like, you know what? I respect that. Do what you got to do. You know, do what you, I understand. (laughs) Do what you got to do. You know, Mm. I ain't mad at it. You know, more power to you. But yeah, I think that's that's really that's a really what it comes down to is that understanding piece and allowing for others' faults, allowing for people to be imperfect and saying, you know, mm, I can see where they come from. I don't agree, but I can see where they're coming from. And give people a chance to correct themselves. Yes. You have to give, you really have to give people a chance to correct themselves because again, I always think about what if this was me? Mm. You know, and I know that there are a lot of things I don't know. I come across a lot of people who I hadn't grown we hadn't grown up the same way or we won't even eat the same food. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's like, people have had so much grace for me because I genuinely was ignorant. I don't know. We can't, we can't help, you know, how people grow up or we can't help how people process things. We can't help. There's just some things that aren't in our control. And so who are we to control whether or not 
you give somebody another chance. You know That's what I mean? Good. It's kind of like, what if Jesus was to do that to you? Which we know he wouldn't because of how he treated Judas. Right, exactly. So two things you said, two things that come from what you just said. Mm-hmm. One, there is a side of it where it is the fact that grace really is the vehicle that helps forgiveness happen. So when we have that grace, I think it makes forgiveness an easier pill to swallow. Sure. Oh, okay, I can see where you're coming from. I forgive you, you know what I mean? Even if you don't even know that you need to be forgiven. Yeah. uh, That person got a lot going on, you know (laughs) what I mean? You handle that like trash, and I don't respect the way that you handled that, but I do know that you were not given all the tools because of what I know of you. Mm. So, you know, I forgive you in advance. Do I agree with what you did? No. Do I excuse what you did? No. But, you know, I feel for you the fact that you're this old, still dealing with this, or the fact that you're this grown and mm-hmm. still have and handling things like this. You know, my heart goes out to you, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. there's that aspect. And then secondly, you mentioned Judas. Mm-hmm. There are some people who cannot even fathom or understand when they're the ones receiving the grace. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh my goodness, you know? The thing that I've noticed about God is He will sometimes give His grace through other people to you. Yeah. So the the grace of God, you'll notice that you have a favor or like um, people have a patience with you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, where does this come from? And I really fully mm-hmm. believe that it, that God is distributing His grace through your boss, through your mom, through mm-hmm. your cousin, through your friends, through your family members mm-hmm. as an extension of His own grace. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we really need that as we get adjusted. Mm-hmm. He knows our heart. And when we have a true intention to be a certain way or if we have a true intention to change, I believe that He does give us that same grace that He has in heaven, right? We're forgiven with Him. He gives that to other people so that our world is padded with His love. Mm-hmm. Right. But there are people who cannot even wrap their head around that, that when they receive it, like Judas. Tell yeah. us about Judas. Well, it was about the dollar. <laughs> it's always about the dollar, right? He was a, he had a little attitude from the beginning though. You know, he was upset, you know, that we'll just, you know, just to be safe, we'll just say we were he was upset that the woman didn't, you mm-hmm. know, wasted her perfume, you know, on quote unquote wasted her perfume on Jesus and wash his feet and things like that. So he was a hater from the beginning, but you know, Judas had decided that he was going to sell Jesus out. I'm going to tell y'all where he going to be at for the dollar, you know. and But Jesus knew it the entire time. And he still sat at the table with him. He still ate with him. I mean, he probably knew it, you know, before the Last Supper, you know, to be honest. Um, but he didn't treat him any differently. Uh, Judas, Judas isolated himself. Wow. You know, I mean, he can't, oh, there go Jesus, y'all. Now let me get my money. You know, and Jesus was like, I mean, then, wow. Okay, that's what you're going to do. You're going to come and you're going to kiss me? <laughs> like, you know, it's like, you you out of out of pocket. You know, yeah. Jesus could have did a number of things there, but he didn't. He handled him um, with grace, not only because, you know, that was what was supposed to be happening. Mm. That was God's will, but he still just could have treated him like you were a murderer, but that was... That was too. Why you got your face like that? I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm really y'all. This I'm feeling this. Okay, oh go ahead. God. Keep going. I was like, am I telling the story right? Good. Okay, but but Judas Judas couldn't accept yeah. God's grace, and so I mean, even though he had the money, he could have forgave himself and things like that. But Peter also had a hard time forgiving himself. Yes. Yeah, I mean, because God was like, "You gonna betray me?" Yeah. Or when the when the rooster crow, ah, oh, you got me twisted. No, I'm not. And then you turned around and did it, and he too was feeling, you know, yes. sorrow. But thank God, you know, he stayed alive, you know, to to witness the Holy Spirit and to receive his forgiveness. But Judas just couldn't handle it. You know, yeah. it was like, oh, my God, what am I to do? You know, mm-hmm. 
I'm not gonna say he was ignorant. He, I, I, we can't even say that Judas was ignorant because no, you was that walking was not with an ignorance. Jesus. No, he, you straight up, yeah, did wrong. You was wrong. <laughs> you was wrong. Yeah. And and if, if you ask me and my flesh a little self, you ain't deserve no grace. You trying to you setting up Jesus? Come I mean, on now, that's extreme. I mean, and then there was a suicide that took place yeah. because of the extreme guilt. Yeah. Once it was established, like. Okay, yeah, I was trash, and then the person knew I was going to be trash toward them, yeah. and then I I was so wrong for that, and then it was like I can't even live with myself, and that's the thing is, then there's a, a part of grace that's like you have to accept grace too. You I know, I was just about to say you that. really do, I, and that's a whole nother beast. People who need to ex- accept grace, we can have the grace extend, but some people can't because they're not really understanding of how to be such a dynamic person that they can, or they feel so undeserving that it's like their emotions get the best of them. So even when we're in a position to receive grace, we also need to make sure that we are tucked closely to God so that He teaches us how to even accept that free gift from you, someone. We really want to encourage if somebody has extended some grace unto you, please accept the fact that they they are extending grace. Yes. You know, because we would hate for you to be like, I don't deserve it. You do. Right. You know what I mean? If, if anybody is being kind to you, it's because you deserve it. Well, right? Well, I think grace is, I mean, to an extent, grace is undeserved, but that's the whole point. Right, right. You know? Right. That's, that's the whole point. That's good. That's good. I, You know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna say that, but poor Judas. <laughs> you know, poor poor Judas. But accept it, like you said. Don't allow the enemy to now block. Now you're halfway through this process mm. that is so holy. Mm-hmm. You're halfway through this. You made a mistake. Someone extended grace to you. All you had to do is receive it, just like the gift of God is grace. For by mm. grace we have been saved. Mm. Not by, you know, works, but by the gift of God, right? So everything about our faith is based on undeserved. Yeah, gifts. But the but the grace to 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 extend that verse mm-hmm. is is by way of the Holy Spirit. Yes, you know. So that's this grace thing is not by your own power, right. because we know God knew it's gonna take a lot for you to accept and be kind or to consider somebody when they have done you wrong. Not once, not once, but twice. So you have to exude the power of the Holy Spirit. But sometimes the Holy Spirit's power is too much for people to handle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially if it's not. You know, inside of you, if if the Holy Spirit isn't in you, then of course it's going to be hard for you to accept somebody treating you the way the Holy Spirit would treat you. You know, it's 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 going to be difficult. You know, I you know oh. I I just you know I pray that every pray salvation you know over everybody because it, there are just some things that you. It's hard for you to accept. I think I've struggled with accepting that somebody was just kind to me. And I was yeah. like, mm-hmm, you, it's an ulterior motive. She don't really like me for real. But it was like, no, like, it's not that wow. deep. Some people really feel like it's really not that deep. I forgive you. I understand. Wow. You know, and especially if you're putting in the work to be different. Come on now. Yeah. So, so if we know that this process of grace is holy mm-hmm. and you are possibly in a position to just receive it mm-hmm. and you're struggling with that, um, do understand that your rejection of grace or your mm. um your your fight with accepting that grace wow. can be spiritual as well in wow. terms of allowing the enemy to yeah. now try to block this free gift. Yeah. You got a free gift on the way. It's already been set in stone. Mm. Submit has been pressed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's on the way. And sometimes you blocking or misunderstanding or struggling to accept right. is the enemy's last-ditch effort to keep you in bondage of shame of and guilt. Of and shame is not of God. Shame and guilt. Condemnation con- is not of God. 
God. Conviction is godly, right. but the condemnation that keeps you still in a box that God has freed you from and is trying to constantly extend his hand into, that is demonic. Shame and guilt will lead you to suicide, and we see this through Judas. There was no way that the Holy Spirit dwelled inside of Judas because he wasn't able to forgive himself, and it led him to suicide. Now, if he would have had the Holy Spirit dwelling within him, like Peter, mm-hmm. we'll just go say, we'll go ahead and say that Peter had it. Um, well, we don't know if the Holy Spirit, Holy the Holy Spirit, Spirit hadn't, hadn't got, he hadn't got it there yet. yet. Yeah. Um, but he was blood of Jesus. We'll give them the blood of Jesus because they, because uh, you know they did it. We'll give them the blood of Jesus. Uh-huh. But the 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 enemy had con- had control over Judas. I yeah. think we can say that full out. The enemy had control over Judas, which kept him from accepting God's grace or Jesus's yeah. grace, and it led him to suicide. Well, I, you know, I can't help but think of um, that movie. Judas and the Black Messiah. I mean, but that was the perfect title for this movie, you know, because I'm thinking about how, I'm thinking about how even in the end of that, the way that the the movie was structured, you still Mm. had this built-in grace for, you know, the Judas of the movie because you saw that there were so many things tugging at that person, even Mm. though they made these very traitorous decisions, it was like, and even that person in real life took their own life because they could not handle, you know what I mean, the repercussions of the things that they went through. And it was heartbreaking. There was no, I don't think that too many people just felt cutthroat about it, like, ah, well, well, you deserve da 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 because no. you, you was a traitor. There were so many layers and levels and things, and you saw this person be tormented by their actions and be so mm. deep into the mess that they didn't know how to get out. And, I mean, it was just a lot of layers, and, and it was still, like, at the end of the movie, your heart broke for the person that oh you probably should have been hating yeah. because you just saw the dynamic. It was mm. like a... Yeah, I just can't help but think about that. You and were able to see the physical representation of the enemy tormenting someone. I mean, uh, or even just you being so deep in your own decisions, mm, right? Mm. Or your own fleshly mess or whatever it is. And it's like sometimes things aren't as easy as as we try to make it, right? Just don't do it and then I won't hate you. Like yeah. <laughs> sometimes there's stuff going on that's way beyond this black and white experience. And I think that getting the full story and putting yourself in someone's shoes can help you to express and give that grace and consideration for the fact that people don't usually just wake up in the morning and decide to be trash. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, there are so many, we're such complex creatures. And I just, your heart, your heart should to a certain extent break for a person, even if they, just the fact that they didn't feel confident enough to be fully honest or fully, you know, kind or, 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 or whatever it is, trust, trusting or trustworthy or um, integritous, whatever it is that caused them to desire grace or need grace. The fact that they could not wake up in the morning and be all of these characteristics because of whatever things they're fighting, whatever demons they're fighting. Mm-hmm. I, that my heart breaks for people like that. Even if I disagree with how you've acted, even if I am the sufferer in this situation, my heart breaks that that person couldn't wake up in the morning and choose better mm-hmm. or wiser. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Grace, y'all. We got to give grace. We receive grace, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've done better as I am able to think through what I'm saying to that person. Mm. So if you can, like, slow down and, like, process and talk, take your time with it, 
you know, that that's an example of grace. Not just spitting things out your mouth, mm-hmm. um, but actually taking the time to like tink, tink to. <laughs> Shout out to Dante, tink to. <laughs> We're going to tink to it. <laughs> but taking the time to think through it as yeah. you were talking to someone. Um, and then it just leaves the door open, you know, for either, even a further conversation, if you will. You know what I mean? It leaves room um, for a more stronger and transparent relationship, yes. you know. Yes, so And good. so, have grace, y'all. Have grace. <laughs> be praying for me and mine because— Yes. It's, I, it's, a, it's a muscle you got to work out, right? It is a muscle. Right. And, a muscle. and we have all we need. Right, so the Holy Spirit ask Him for help too. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Th- things like that He'll give to you gladly. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. In Jesus' name. Well, I'm Alisa, and I'm Sierra, and this is how you navigate, navigate with faith. faith. Thank you for listening to the Navigate with Faith podcast, produced and edited by Dante Don's Press Play Hodge, and recorded at Lantern Audio. Our show artwork and graphics were created by the Pigment Playground. Music by Turn Me Up JK. Subscribe to the Navigate with Faith podcast on your favorite streaming platform and connect with us on social media at Navigate with Faith on Instagram and Facebook and Navigate W Faith on Twitter.